Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio. We are, as always, brought to you by Isuzu Utes. And you can live your own way in the seven-seater Isuzu MUX. See your Isuzu Ute dealer today. While the US Open is underway at Flushing Meadow in New York, Brett Phillips joins us to recap day one of the Open and to remind her that the US Open is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free centre court in 4K. And thanks to the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.tennis. Good morning, Brett. Yeah, morning, Mark. Uh, yeah, we have seven Aussies uh, on the day one. We've got a couple uh, still out in the night session, and uh, both, uh, I've got to say at the moment, probably not looking great, although I've had it probably half an hour ago, Olivia Gadecki, uh, the young Gold Coaster, was looking in a good position, but um, yeah, she's gone on a bit of a, a bit of a run, her opponent, who's a hugely talented player, who made the Australian Open Junior Girls Final this year, and is already inside the top 100 in the WTA rankings as a 16-year-old, she's had a fabulous year, her name's Mira Andreeva, but uh, Gadecki was 6-1 in a break-up, Andreeva came back to win the second set, 6-3, and as a break-up, uh, 2-1 in the third. So, yeah, it looks like Olivia might be overrun. She'd come through qualifying. She's a good talent. You know, Ash Barty spent a bit of time with her hitting when they were both in Queensland, mentoring Gadecki, and it uh, was looking pretty good, the scoreboard there at one stage. Uh, for Alexi Popperin, it's been a tough day. I mean, he's had, obviously, a great period between Wimbledon and now. Got his ranking to 40 in the world, and we've always known he's had... You know, this sort of talent that, yeah, up against, uh, well, the, the next hope that Switzerland is certainly hoping will, um, you know, maybe not totally have the career of Roger Federer and Stan Babrinka, but will uh, be able to reach good heights. He's a good player, the lefty Dominic Stricker, who, yeah, is uh, two sets to one up. So Popperin's got some work to do on a day where Rinky Hijikata has had his first Grand Slam overseas win. This is the value of these wins, Mark. 110 his ranking was. He win one match. The live ranking has gone to 98 wow. for, uh, for for Rinky. So that, that's that's huge. Uh, and let's hope he can um, yeah certainly kick on. Darius Saville had a had a really good win. And, and welcome back to Isla Tomjanovic. Um, first match back in about a year. Uh, hasn't played the majors this year. Had the knee issues. Played Serena at the US Open, beat her, ended her career last year. And she was a little rusty today, Tom Yanovich, but yeah, it was good to see her back and she had to fight pretty hard to win in three. So tell us about the seriousness of that Tom Yanovich knee injury because, as you mentioned, we remember so well um, what a great run she had at the US Open last year and um, she's had a real battle since then, hasn't she? Yeah, it sort of all surfaced, um, you know, once it was announced that uh, the United Cup was replacing the uh, the ATP Cup and Isla was selected in that team. She was, uh, you know, part of the team. They were practising up in Sydney and she had to pull out really late. And, look, her season finished uh, pretty late last year. I mean, she played Billie Jean King Cup um, abroad. You know, obviously it's a short off-season in tennis, but, you know, a year where she made two Grand Slam quarterfinals. So the body just took a lot of wear and tear and she got that... Yeah, knee issue, and it just sort of flared up and 
and got worse and just didn't allow her to really compete 100%. And she was going to come back and then she'd pull out this year. There's been so many sort of attempts and restarts. And yeah, obviously she just decided to pull back a little bit and, and be patient. And yeah, we're obviously going to see her now at the back end of the year. But unfortunately, she's lost a bit of ground. She uses a protected ranking, but the ranking, yeah, to get into tournaments, but the ranking has slipped down to 127 at the moment. But you win a couple of Grand Slam matches, and that can uh, yeah rectify itself quite quickly. What's Isla's top end? Do you think, Brad? Like if she's playing absolutely at her best, how how high can she mm. get? Do you think? Yeah, look, she's always been blessed technically with a, a, a really good game. Uh, I remember you know a game back quite a number of years ago when Isla was sort of floating thereabouts inside the top 100 in the 60s and 70s. What you always thought this is a she plays a top 30 game. And obviously, like so many, she didn't benefit from the Wimbledon run that she had last year because the points weren't included. She would have been around 20 in the world uh, with that run to the quarters. Uh, didn't gain those points. Uh, but by year's end, you know, she was around that 30 mark. And I think she's, yeah, certainly had the game to be a top 20 player. I don't think she's always had the belief and she's lost a lot of those matches where she's been in great winning positions, hasn't been able to, you know, finish off opponents. But, you know, the way she played Serena last year, that's the sort of uh, clutch, uh, poised tennis that she can play. Oh, like she's got a great backhand. Um, you know, she works really hard. Her dad obviously travels the world with her and has been her coach pretty much. And, yeah, let's hope that, you know, the time away from the game in the last 12 months doesn't deny her an opportunity to maybe get back there. Any big guns on court today? Yeah, we've lost a couple in terms of um, the men and the women. So Holger Runa, the fourth seed, the big surprise to go out of the tournament to uh, Caribus Bayana, the Spaniard. He's a bit of a genuine, 30 years of age, never been past the third round of a major. And he uh, was too good for Holger. He didn't really like going out to play at uh, court number five. Uh, was asking for instructions on Twitter overnight and you know, a bit of a cheeky text. <laughs> But uh, just didn't get going at all. And Maria Sakri uh, from Greece, who, like Sitsipas, has really flown the flag for her country on the women's side. But third consecutive major, she's gone out in the first round. She was a pretty forlorn figure uh, in the press conference and searching for answers. Uh, she plays, you know, that really super aggressive game. She's physically very well built, but you know, a lot of players have probably fanned her out a little bit and she's got to yeah, add some dimensions to her game. So the rest uh, got through uh, the big names pretty well today. And, of course, Daria Sebel, the Aussie, had a great win. now got to play the world number one, Igor Sviantek, uh, likely to be on Arthur Ashe. So that'll be a, a tough one for Dasha. Yeah, but as we know, Dasha will compete very strongly and leave it all out on the court. Brett, thank you so much mm. for joining us and we look forward to your daily updates from the US Open. Pleasure. Thanks, Mark. That was Brett Phillips from SEN's The First Serve, a reminder that the US Open is now streaming on Stan Sports. Every match, ad-free and centre court in 4K. We'll be back with more after the break.